I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today, a life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Blake, and Blake is a 45-year-old male patient with chest pain at rest, paler, palpitations, hypertension, and an elevated blood serum cholesterol level of 242 milligrams per deciliter. All of these clinical signs and symptoms are most likely red flags, indicative of which of the following conditions. So we have A, stable angina pectoris, B, unstable angina pectoris, C, pericarditis, and D is peptic ulcer. Let's go up to the top of this question and knock it out. Y'all, this is so important for your NPTE. You could easily get signs and symptoms where you have to pick out which of the following pathologies are you most likely looking at. This is huge right here. Are you ready to absolutely crush this question? All right. And then for those of you who still haven't gotten our cheat sheets, remember, I got cheat sheets out there and people are saying how incredibly helpful they are for learning tough content in less than like five minutes. And you can use it in the clinic as well in between patients. Where can you get these? www.mptecheatsheetswithans.com. Check it out now. All right. So let's go ahead, knock down this question. We got Blake is a 45-year-old male patient with chest pain at rest, paler, palpitations, hypertension, and an elevated blood serum cholesterol level of 242. Now, let's stop. A lot of information here. If I was on the MPTE, I would really be breaking this out, slowing it down, and looking at each individual sign and symptom. So chest pain at rest. Ooh, are you thinking of any pathologies that would have chest pain at rest? Not all of them do. All right? So I'm thinking about that. Also, the patient has paler, so we might be seeing a whitish tint to the skin that is often due to lack of blood flow. So I'm thinking about that. Heart palpitations, which a lot of us are familiar with. Arrhythmias can oftentimes cause that. High blood pressure or hypertension, the question says. And then a high cholesterol level. This person does have elevated cholesterol. So think about all of these as a whole. And what particular pathology would you see associated with all of these? All right. Because it says all of the clinical signs and symptoms are most likely red flags indicative of which of the following conditions. So that's really all of the hard work that we have to do is pick out which pathology is associated with the signs and symptoms I just gave you. Easy, right? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so let's go down to the answer choices for those of you on the podcast. So we have A, stable angina pectoris. B is unstable angina pectoris. C is pericarditis. And D is peptic ulcer. 
So this actually isn't an easy question to answer, and you really have to have a solid understanding of these signs and symptoms. So when I look at A, A says stable angina pectoris. For those of you unfamiliar with this, this is where a patient has chest pain that occurs with predictable levels of exertion. All right, so patients on the treadmill, they work themselves up to a certain point, a certain intensity, whatever, and they start having chest pain. They get off, they rest, the chest pain goes away. But then they jump on the treadmill and work themselves up to that same intensity, bam, chest pain shows up again. That is consistent with stable angina pectoris. Now, when I look up at the question, it doesn't sound like the patient is experiencing this type of condition because it says that the chest pain is at rest. Already, I know stable angina is out because stable angina happens with predictable levels of exertion. The chest pain is not at rest. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead, X that one out. It's out, baby. Let's continue down. B says unstable angina pectoris. So I'm thinking through this one. If you're not familiar with this term, let me help you out a little bit. Unstable angina is where the patient has lack of blood flow to areas of the heart that create some ischemic pain. This is oftentimes due to coronary artery disease, plaque buildup, those types of things, which make it hard for blood flow to get to areas of the heart. Now, unstable angina is associated with chest pain at rest. And it is really not a good condition to have and causes a lot of additional problems. So when I look up at the question, chest pain at rest is there. Boom, that's unstable angina for sure. What else? Paler, would that come along with unstable angina? Yeah, because there's lack of blood flow. The heart is actually not able to do a good job because it's not getting the proper blood flow to the heart muscle. So that is consistent. Palpitations, yes, that comes along with unstable angina. Hypertension, yes, that's associated. And also that high cholesterol level, yes, is associated with unstable angina. So I'm going to go ahead and select this answer for now. Hold on. We're not done yet, but I really like B, unstable angina pectoris as a correct answer here. Let's take a look at C, pericarditis. It's a toughie, especially if you haven't spent a lot of time in cardiopalm, but pericarditis is an inflammation of that outer layer of the heart tissue. Now, pericarditis tends to come with like sharp stabbing chest pain that refers to the shoulder oftentimes, or if you read the text, you may see that they say things like the person leans forward and that helps the symptoms improve. Well, when I look up at the question here, Chest pain at rest. Can a person with pericarditis have chest pain at rest? The answer to that is, yeah, they could. All right. How about things like paler though, or palpitations, hypertension, elevated blood serum, cholesterol level? Well, when I look at these things, I'm like, not necessarily. A person with pericarditis doesn't necessarily have to have hypertension, nor is it necessarily associated with that. Same thing with cholesterol. I'm like, well, that's not necessarily a red flag for pericarditis or indicative of that. So I'm going to go ahead and put an X next to pericarditis. I just don't think it's the best answer here. Let's take a look at D. D says peptic ulcer. Some of y'all selected this one, and I see why. Because peptic ulcers can cause that substernal chest pain. I get it. 
Oftentimes, peptic ulcers cause like a burning sensation, though, that can go up through that chest area substernally. Oftentimes, peptic ulcers are relieved by food. And so that's just giving us an understanding a little bit of a peptic ulcer. But my question for you is this. If a patient has a peptic ulcer, do they have chest pain at rest? Well, yeah, they can say that. How about paler, though? I would say no. Palpitations? Not really. Hypertension or elevated cholesterol? Again, not necessarily. So I don't believe that D, peptic ulcer, is our best answer. And so I'm going to put an X next to that one. And guess what? That leaves us with our final answer of B, unstable angina pectoris. You know, for those of you who got this one correct, congratulations. Let me back up a little bit. Quick recap here. Unstable angina is when a patient has chest pain at rest due to lack of blood flow getting to the heart tissue. And this is a serious condition. We don't like this one. But Opposite of that would be something like stable angina pectoris, which is where a patient experiences chest pain with predictable levels of what? Exertion, absolutely. And so looking at the signs and symptoms in this question, paler, palpitations, hypertension, chest pain at rest, it's 100% guiding me towards unstable angina. If I look at pericarditis or peptic ulcer, yeah, those can cause chest pain, and I know that catches some of us up in a little trap here, but when I look at some of the other things like hypertension or palpitations or high cholesterol level, those aren't necessary red flags for pericarditis or uh, peptic ulcer, okay? And so I'm going to go ahead, again, eliminate all of those, leaving me with my final answer of B as in boy, unstable angina pectoris. For those of you who struggle with concepts like this, you need to be ready for it on the NPTE. Right now, I have a private Facebook group where I help people to get ready for the NPTE, but not just that, to score a 600 or higher on that NPTE. I actually will work with my students until they pass for absolutely free. So if you want to have a really solid understanding of concepts like this, walk into the NPTE, destroy that thing, I need you to make the first step right now, and that's join my free private Facebook group. How do you get there? www.mptegroup.com. Join it right freaking now, all right? And for those of you who have still not gotten our cheat sheets, we got them out there, www.mptecheatsheetswithaness.com. So whether you're on iTunes, Spotify, Ghana, Overbreak, wherever you're at in podcast land, go into the show notes, click the link in there, and you can get it. Hi, this is Kyle, and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you, and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.